This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Hold on, check me, bro And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld And today we have two very special guest co-hosts joining us. We have Taylor and Alyssa from the Table Flipping Podcast. Taylor, Alyssa, hi. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us. Hi. We're excited to be here. I know. Last time was so fun on your podcast. We talked all about Dorit. Everyone should go listen to that episode. It's Mm so fun. (laughs) So good. Child of the world. (laughs) You want to know something hilarious? On So on... Uh, table flipping. We talked about a lot about Dorit. We got into Buca de Beppo. My roommate, one of my best friends, is in Hawaii right now, and he texted me the other night. He goes, Stop. "We're looking at places for dinner reservations. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Buca de Beppo?" What like, island is of, it on? <laughs> I was like, first of all, yes. Second of all, do not go there. <laughs> Buka de Beppo in Hawaii. No. Yeah. What are you doing? Who <laughs> You've planned been that misled. Trip? Yeah. Yelp, <laughs> Yelp steered you the wrong direction. I Go think. absolutely anywhere else than like mediocre family style Italian food. <laughs> yeah. Like literally go to any food truck and have a better time in Hawaii. <laughs> Guys, no. Go to Buka de Beppo. Like go to Buka de Beppo. There's t- there's an occasion for Buka. I'm not right. I go to Buka de Beppo like when you're with your family and like you know, you have some picky eaters. <laughs> That's Unless just so it's funny. like a Camille Grammar Buka in Hawaii, then I would go. Oh my God. <laughs> well right. <laughs> Dorit um, reposted one of either my story or your story. I don't know. And it was the picture of me at Buco de Beppo. And one of my friends was like, this is ridiculous. Like as it, like, cause I was on Dorit's story. I was like, why me and Dorit are like friends now. Oh my God. <laughs> the like, legend wow. of Buco de Beppo uh, like <laughs> never <this>. dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So I want to, we want to start off by getting a little background of your Bravo journeys, what your favorite shows are, who your favorite Bravo lebs are, because it tells a lot about a person, like their their Bravo <laughs> life journey. Oh my gosh. Well, okay. So I had my grandmother of all people really turned me on to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And that was kind of my first venture into the world of Bravo. And this was years and years ago. But she was like, Taylor, you would love this show. It's just like, the outfits are amazing. The women are wonderful. And there's like such good Los Angeles (laughs) porn. She was like, if you love Los Angeles, you're going to love this. And so she got me into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And that just like started my whole spiral down into the Bravo black hole that I live now. Um, And while Beverly Hills is still one of my favorites, uh, I think that Potomac is like my favorite one to watch right now in terms of it, it brings me the most joy and like emotional catharsis and like shock and like, 
awe and entertainment. And I love that cast. I love that world. I love the weird city area thing that I still couldn't even describe to you. I had my boyfriend come into the room and be like, what is Potomac? And I talked for like eight minutes and I don't think I answered the question. Um, but that's like definitely more my favorite. And I've got to say, I'm, I'm ready to take the heat. But until this past year, I would have told you that Erica Jane is my favorite Bravo wow. celebrity. Like, and it's she's hard. Still, it's been a, <laughs> I was going to say, she's still like hard. one of my top ones. So but. It's a brave, a brave thing to say in today's day and age. Listen, <laughs> but I, can't, know- I can't be dishonest and say something like that uh, for years. This has been, I like, I pre-ordered her book. Like I, if, I, there's okay. countless hours on our podcast of me singing her and Tom's praises. I highly regret those moments, <laughs> but it's, it would fe- be dishonest for me to sit here and be like, mm, I don't know, Kyle. And when I know for years, I've just been like, my DNA is Erica Jane. So I'm excited to talk about it, but that's my answer. And now Alyssa, your turn. <laughs> um, I started watching, I got into Bravo because I was working on a show and my boss was very dramatically fired. And so I was still like attached to his deal and getting paychecks, but at home with like nowhere to go <laughs> until we got placed on another show. And so I watched like all of Vanderpump Rules in maybe one month on Hulu. And I was like, what is this? This is so crazy. And then, of course, when you start with Vanderpump, you want to know what's up with Beverly Hills. So then I dumped you there. And from there, it was just like an easy breezy, like digest 20 years of Housewives in like maybe nine months or something like that. (laughs) Um, And I, everyone hates when I say this, but my favorite housewife, I think has to be Teresa. Like I know she's- Oh no, she's she's the best housewife. She's like, you know, she's maybe of a different time at this moment, but like she just always brings it. And I always talk about how- you know, I have so much anxiety. And if I say something wrong to someone, I think about it forever. And she just doesn't think about any of her actions. And it seems so freeing <laughs> to me. And I love a housewife that will physically fight someone as well. Like that's great television. I, it's funny because I think some people love housewives because they are similar to them and they mm-hmm. see them in themselves. But some people love housewives because it's like, I want to be that bitch so bad. Yeah, exactly. And I know I'm not, but like, yeah. I, I still sort of aspire to it. <laughs> I have felt that way for a long time. I think, and I stand by this, Teresa is one of the best housewives of all time. Like she's, she's number one. She, you can't explain it. She's just one of the best housewives on television. And like exactly what you said, she has no idea. She doesn't even know it. Yeah. That's what's the best part of it. I also, Mm -hmm. I just think too, like there's housewives that I love, but sometimes I wonder if they're putting on an act or they're being manipulative, but it's so clear that Teresa cannot be anything but herself. Like she's just... (laughs) Doing her best and thank God she's good at this. Cause like, what else would she be doing besides like making sauce or something, you know? <laughs> That's how I feel kind of about Ramona because like Ramona objectively not a great person, you know, y- there are lots of legitimate issues with her, but you know exactly who Ramona Singer is and you can tell when she's trying to be something she's not. Yeah. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like so entertaining to watch her like, pretend to be you know kind and caring or pretend to be sorry about something and it's like oh oh sweetheart you're just not good at this I refer to her as an asshole at least once a week on our podcast I just (laughs) can't help it I just can't but rolling off of that what aside from housewives Mm -hmm. what shows do you guys watch Oh, aside from Housewives, wow, we watched so many. I feel like Housewives are the hub is the hub everyone is that's what we're focused on but there are so many others 
Yes. Uh, do you want Bravo exclusively or reality TV in general? <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I mean, both we questions. are connoisseurs of, of <laughs> a wide variety of reality TV. Go, go off. <laughs> Go off. Okay. Um, we are very high on Siesta Key, which is on I MTV. Mean, yeah. Dylan, I, no, I I don't skip a week. I was just gonna but. say I've watched like one episode of Siesta Key in my life, and Barry till the day she dies will be like pushing mm-hmm. it on me. And at some mm. point it's gonna happen. It's just I haven't had that like journey moment yet. It is like the level of drama that Vanderpump Rules has, but it's in Florida. So it's a lot, it's somehow, if you can imagine, a lot nastier. <laughs> like it's it's a very no. impressive level of drama. It's because I think they're younger. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They're young. They're scrappy. They're like beating the crap out of each other in bikinis. Like it's a great show. Yeah, Dylan, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's just so good. Another Bravo show that actually my brother turned me on to. I am behind. I've never, I feel like a little overwhelmed because I know there's a lot of seasons, but in this past year, he turned me on to Below Deck Med. Mm-hmm. And I watched like yes. the famous June June Hanna season and just like binged a bunch of it. And I found it to be so, so, so fun. And like, I, I always talk a lot about, I've worked as a server for like so, so many years. So I think like the fact that there's this like customer service element and that they have to take care of these like crazy guests was so, so like so wild to me. And like the Johnny Damon episode really freaks me out. So I don't watch <laughs> it as religiously. And like, like but I, I like to, I think that that one is really, really entertaining. We also obviously love a summer house and a Southern charm. And I, I am mean, wearing yes. my lover boy sweatshirt right now that Taylor got oh. me. <laughs> oh my so gosh, there you love go. that. Yeah. I feel like Below Deck is one of those shows where like you can, drop in at any time, any season, and like, you're going to have a good time, but also you don't have to like kick yourself if you're, you know, like one season behind. Yeah, it feels like a somewhat episodic moment because of the guests changing so frequently. So you could just be like in the middle of the day while you're cleaning or whatever, pop it on and be like, there's just like a rich billionaire running around without her top and people are like trying to help her on this boat not fall and die. And I'm like, this is great. (laughs) Okay, whoever thought of, go- whoever pitched this is smart. <laughs> yes, for real. I am that type of person, though, when it comes to shows that it can't be like something like Friends where it can just be on in the background, whatever. When I watch things, specifically Bravo, I need yeah. to start from the beginning. I can't. I can't mm. just like turn a show. I'm like, I have to know what happened before that. And then you I'm like, all okay. The and then I spiral and I'm like, I'll just start from season one. Just because a random episode was on TV, I need to like start the entire series of a show. I literally won't eat food while I'm watching the housewives because I will miss something like that's the attention to detail. I'm like, maybe a 90 day I can eat and watch, you know, but like the camera work and the editing is so genius. You're going to miss like an icon. You could totally blink and miss pizza gate or something, you know, no, that's true because remember re- last week when they showed the, the um, side by side of Dorit, if you were looking down, yeah. you would have missed that. And that was this a like is... prime part of the episode. <laughs> That's so true. And it's also hilarious because I don't think I've seen, and I watch it, I say with air quotes, I watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, I, but mm-hmm. I'm just looking at my phone for two hours. Like I'm basically <laughs> listening to The Bachelor Bachelorette. Yeah. Like it's like that show doesn't, I'm like, I could be multitasking or like that's not, but yeah, Housewives, you got to be like, this is my full 100% attention unless I'm writing down a note. Like I feel like it's The Bachelor. On. The Bachelor is like some modern painting where it's just like all one color and Housewives <laughs> is like a like pointillism. Like yeah. uh, there's like a million little dots and you want to catch <laughs> them all. It. 
That's it. That's exactly you, it. This is a phenomenon I'm very interested in just very quickly. It seems to me like straight men love Below Deck. Like they can't yes. understand any other show on Bravo, but they're obsessed. Maybe it's just because of the boats. I don't know. I think it's because it feels less like women fighting and more mm-hmm. like they're, you know, they're at work and they're like doing a job and then there's like right. sex. <laughs> or, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there's or fun being like bro, you want to get a yacht this summer? Yeah, like, exactly. Like, on the show. Brew. Yeah. <laughs> Brew, as Gary says. <laughs> I have to say, this season of Below Deck Sailing that just ended this week is, like, phenomenal. So if you're in the mood to, if you're in the mood to, like, check something out, I would, I would recommend. Ooh, don't tempt me. <laughs> no, it really is. Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero-calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three-beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Okay, so we talked about this a little before, but we want to dabble in Erica's new doc that came out. Yes. Should we even say Erica's new doc? No. Like she was not part <laughs> of it. She does not claim this. <laughs> and it, it automatically reminded me of the Brit. As I'm watching it, I was like, oh, okay, it's the housewife and the hustler. And it right. reminded me of the Britney Spears doc where she was not involved. She was not in it. It was just people talking about her. And what do you guys know? Who was the opening scene where I said on your podcast last week is my least favorite housewife. I was like, what? is Danielle Staub doing on this? What? It's so funny. Like the idea that the only people they could get to speak to the experience of being a housewife is Danielle Staub and Dana Wilkie. If you've watched one second of Bravo, you immediately know this is not credible. Like, yeah. (laughs) And it was like a plug for Dana's podcast. It was like, how can we promote this? Like, it was, it was, (laughs) it was very bizarre. It felt to me a little bit like, it was an ABC Hulu collab, right? I think it was ABC. Had right. done a interview with Erica and Tom in like 2016. So they like mm-hmm. had this footage. And then I think from there, they were like, let's just elaborate and make a piece out of it. And the only other thing they had was like Google images of Erica. Like, so it's <laughs> this, the like juicy content of her giving the tour of the uh, closet and her saying like I would never yes. want to be poor again like that interview is really juicy looking back it's like oh my gosh this completely changes the way you look at everything but then it felt like a lot of the beginning of the the special was like that interview pieced with like a slideshow of just like google images of Erica and I was like this feels a little thrown together a little low budget 
And then the second half, there's like all of this focus on the uh, on the victims that he was stealing from, which I think is really important. It's incredibly heartbreaking and really sad. But the the first half of it, I just think like cheapened the doc a little bit. I was like, I yeah. get it. You just wanted to make. And hey, it worked. I was there at like 8 a.m. Monday morning watching it. But it just felt a little like hobbled together to just like feed the hungry masses. Honestly, yeah. if I had to guess, they probably spent more on Getty Images downloads than Danielle Staub's <laughs> appearance fee. Yeah. Oh, and why did it start with her like walking to the couch as if it like it was very much pandering to like, I guess, us, the Housewives fans. But I'm, I was trying to imagine it as somebody who's less familiar with the Housewives being like, who is this woman? Like, you'd be yeah, like wait, and- so they've met once on Watch What Happens Live and they worked at the same strip club at different times? Like, yeah. who is she? It was yeah. so weird. And she was like, Eric is a bitch. And I was like, oh, whoa. <laughs> like, and then the last credit, like, that was the opening thing. And then when she finished out, she goes, if I had any advice for Eric, I was like, no, Danielle, no one's seeking advice from you on anything, like in life, on anything. And also, like, Erica's not going to be like, oh, my God, who can I ask? Danielle Staub. I know she's always had, like, great things to say. Like, what I can envision Erica watching this doc, doc and being like, what is happening? Because the fact that her, Danielle, Dana, and Heather McDonald, wh- were they, did they send out, I feel like, a Facebook message? And they're like, hey, guys, we're making a Hulu talk on Erica. Like, who wants to be I gotta check involved? my DM request full. There's like a 50-50 chance. It was strange. Like, who did they... It felt like they maybe didn't ask enough people. Like, I don't feel like people said no. I think maybe they just like asked those three and then they were like, (laughs) we've got three talking heads. We're just done. Like, and it's like, oh, okay. Well, it seems like you could have... If you were on a roll with these type of interviews, I feel like they could have gotten more of that exact quality of a person to interview, but they just like stopped at three and it made the three of them them even weirder like I love Heather McDonald but like what's yeah. going on did did any of you watch the HBO documentary about Tiger Woods from earlier this year yes oh. mm-hmm. what it, they, I just missed it out almost, okay <laughs> it almost felt like they were positioning um Danielle Staub as like the Rachel you could tell figure where she's like yes. the tiger mistress and it's like Danielle yes. has nothing to do with this no that's exactly it, it had that much like gravitas and like importance <laughs> of her as a character that you would be and I know watching it because like Alyssa and I have been eating up this story since it broke in October that like homegirl has nothing to do with it but if yeah. again yes. if you're if you're just learning about it this is your first then you would be like Ooh, I wonder when this creepy woman with the crazy heels comes into play like, in this story. Danielle and she Stubb doesn't. Wishes she married Tom Jaradri. Like she will probably I mean. marry him after Erica's done. That's the <laughs> level of success Danielle wishes she had. Number twenty three or whatever. Yeah, yeah and mm-hmm. I'm wondering if they purposely uh, put this out before we see it on the show. So the show gets more viewers because now people are in cl- They're going to be like, what is this? What is this? Cause well, next episode is when they really like start to ask and stuff. I don't think, I don't think like up. Hulu is checking for Bravo ratings. Cause they're well, like, then that is a coincidence. I, think, then, I don't because- think it's a coincidence though. I think it's like, synergy <laughs> like they I don't know yeah, I'm I on think to that it this is the soonest that they could pump this thing out like I really sense that this thing was again just like very yeah, cheap hobbled together and like I yeah I don't think that there is an, a relationship between either ABC <laughs> Hulu or Bravo and Universal but like it's everybody is just gonna try it, they say it in the piece everybody loves a scandal 
everybody's going to tune into anything about the way that they were advertising. It was very like old school 60 minutes. Like, I think that the housewife and the hustler was like for my dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, that's who it was for. And I could see him just like watching ABC News and then getting an advertisement for that. And like my mom being like, that looks interesting. Like, it was very much like, let's just pump this out to the people because this is the kind of story people like. It's like Tom Girardi is not sexy enough on his own. So we have to use Erica as a crutch to get people invested in the story. And I, I go back and forth on whether or not she's, she knew anything. I I still haven't made up my mind, but I really felt like this documentary was implicating her in a way that was really shitty. Like just because she married someone who was wealthy and powerful and wanted to be a pop star as if she literally took the money out of the accounts herself because she's hot. That was the vibe I was getting. Yeah, the ending was very like making the poor victims who are like still trying to get their money watch the pilot of or not the pilot, but Erica's first introduction. And they're like, it's just so sickening to watch her with all this money, which is true. True. Like, I can't take that from them. That's absolutely. But again, like Alyssa's saying, it's not to tee her up where the last taste in your mouth is like Erica did all of this is a little unfair, probably. But we don't know. I I completely agree. She may have known about some aspects of it, but if you're like, if you meet a rich old guy and he's like, if you marry me, I'll give you whatever you want. You're not like evil for believing that. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry for having dreams. Like I was a cocktail waitress and I wanted to be a pop star. And you said like, sure, I'll pay for that. And then you got married. Like, great. Like, good for you. That's fine. I, I don't think she knew the, like, Mm -hmm the extent of what was happening. I really don't like where you can say like Jen Shaw knew because she was the one doing it. I don't think Eric, but at the same time, you kind of wonder, you're like, it it was like disposable money. Like even Heather McDonald was like, she came to my podcast recording Mm -hmm. with a glam squad. And it's like, you didn't need to spend that 60K that day. Like that happened to us because we, I saw her in Chicago last year, like before pandemic happened. And we were trying to get her into the Betches office. And she was like, um, they like didn't have a glam day scheduled on her calendar. So it didn't wow. end up working out. Wow. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, I love like this week she appeared on the show and her, she was wearing no makeup and she was just eating a bunch of breakfast food and her skin is very red and my skin is very red. And so I love seeing her like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's so mm-hmm. refreshing. So it's strange to me that she always feels she has to be put together. I think especially in those like presentational moments, even if it is like an audio only podcast that she is just like putting on such a character. I do wonder, I've been thinking about this lately in my free time, because that's what I do is think about Erica Jane all the time that let's say that she didn't. She was like as in the dark as you could be about all of the like evil ongoings. I think that she has put in such an effort to uh come off as such a self-aware and intentional person and has and a very street smart person and somebody who does have their shit together, even individual, just individually, aside from Tom and their lifestyle, that I wonder if it's really hard for her to now have part of her alibi be ignorance because that's so contrasting to like the image that she's created. And I wonder if that's tough for her to have to be like, no, I didn't know. Like, and and if it makes her feel stupid when she's worked so hard to come off as smart and is smart in my, like, so that I wonder if that's like a push and pull in her psyche. I also think, and I'm not willing to die on this hill, but it did just occur as we were talking about this. If the victims didn't know that this wasn't normal, how would she know? 
Like yeah. you're hanging out with Gavin Newsom. And we heard those phone, phone calls with Tom Girardi being like, I'm, I'm asking the judge and he's just really concerned and all this stuff. Like he, I think he's a narcissist. And I think to a certain extent, he was a good salesman. And then it became obvious that something was going wrong and it was too late. But why wouldn't Erica? I, I believe that she believed his bullshit for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you, did yeah. you guys watch, um, uh, bling empire on Netflix? Of course. Yes. Okay. And Dylan so interviewed, her- interviewed some of them. Oh my God. Wow. So exciting. Okay. So yeah. we, I, it reminds me of, and forgive me, I'm going to forget her name, but there is in the very first episode, this woman who is uh, dating the shitty power ranger. Yeah. Uh, Kelly. She, Kelly, Kelly's ex-boyfriend. She introduces in her, in the pilot. She's like, I was uh, engaged to her. I was, I was like dating this man who I at, found out was running like the biggest text message scam in the history of the world. And now he's in jail. And now I'm dating this different guy. Like, it reminded me that if Erica had been her like ex-boyfriend was another like billionaire who was robbing from people, then she would like have some context to be like, I got to be aware of what's good. Maybe this guy is just like an absolute criminal. But like Alyssa's saying, if this is what you know, if this is her life is going from like cocktail waitress who is struggling to like now in this whole law world and just like with Tom, then that, then she's going to know what she thinks she knows from there's like, what context does she have? Someone in the documentary was like, no one in p- the public court should have this much money. And I was like, I guess that makes that much. I guess that makes sense. But I don't know that. Like, I don't right. know who is right. Erica like- to question where the money's coming from. She's being hand. She is doing her job, whatever. Yeah. But what, what got me is that, the victims were like, what do we do? We can't talk yeah. to the DA because he's friends with Tom. We can't talk to the police if he's friends with Tom. Like Tom Girardi like was the top. And so that was like, that's that's shitty because that's how it works. Yeah, the whole system is just broken so that once, yeah, you're the person in power, it's terrifying to- I'm really <laughs> curious to see now kind of like how this does play out on Real Housewives now that like, She's told them she's getting divorced. Like, obviously, it's going to be a storyline moving forward. And, like, I just have very low expectations for how much, like, we're going to get from Erica on the show. Well, I know this is, like, by, you know, not the smoke coming from the horse's mouth. But there was someone recently on Watch What Happens Live was like, I don't think we're going to get good stuff from Erica. And Andy was like. I don't know, man. I wouldn't hold your breath. Like he, he was kind of winking does that at it being a the thing. Time though, I hate <laughs> when he does that. <laughs> sorry, sorry to talk but over you. The idea, I we we've seen a clip of our girl Dory being like plane crash victims and burn victims. It makes Orphans me sick to widows. my stomach, baby. <laughs> Orphans and widows, like. That I'm even if that is just one clip, like I think that's gonna be worth it. Like I'm waiting for Dorit to just like bring it home. I am also though <gasps> so curious what? about how evil Bravo has been to Erica in this edit. Like I oh. think Bravo is like sending this bitch to jail. Like they mm-hmm. like don't think they could be teeing her up in a worse way. When they were at the house in Tahoe and she was talking to Garcelle and she's like, everything is a lie, baby. Like nothing is what yes. it seems. <laughs> and she was talking about like how someone looks in a swimsuit. And it's like, oh my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> and every time they've had a very innocuous statement about how well her and Tom are doing that, you know, would have been cut in any previous yeah. season. She'll just be like, you know, what has been nice about quarantine, sitting down with Tom every yep. night, having dinner, just the two of us. And like that would never have made the cut before. But now Bravo is like zooming in on it, being like, oh, but you're going to get a divorce. OK, yeah. that man, that him. man is a workhorse. He just wants to be in the courtroom. <laughs> and. They repeat that scene multiple times of Garcelle asking her, did you know? And they show Erica chasing, uh, chasing, shaking her head. Yes. And then she goes, no, I did not. And I'm like, well, (laughs) you just put two together then because you can't say yes and be like, no, I did not. In the preview when it's her and Garcelle and they're sitting like on the top of this like rock outcropping in the desert. (laughs) It's like so cinematic. Like the drone footage all of a sudden. I'm like, and the music is like pounding. I'm like, damn, they are going like full like spy thriller with this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's cinematic. But it's just, it's fascinating. I just wish I didn't know that a gas line could just explode like that. That is not information I ever (laughs) wanted to have in my life. And I'm sorry to the victims, but like, my God, that's upsetting. Yeah, you're like, that is one of those things where it's like, forget Erica and Tom, like, that shit is terrifying. Yeah. yeah. You know what else really terrifies me? And I feel like we don't talk about it enough. Sinkholes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Just Snowballing <laughs> off of that. <laughs> Make sure you have your earthquake preparedness ready. Yes. Yeah. You guys, I thought this was going to start my day off right. And now I'm going to hang up from this and be like, sinkholes. But this no. is what I'm saying. I'm like, this was not for me. Like, if it was for the Bravo viewers, I would not right. feel this bad about watching because this whole season I've been like, oh my God, LOL, Indonesian burn victims. And now I see them and I'm like, wow, this is, I don't know if the I can only, stand by this. The only way she was tied into it is be, they they wanted all of us to learn about the, the victims yeah. and what was going yeah. on. The only way Erica was tied into this was because they were like, and Erica is now making more than Tom because of her Bravo paycheck and bring and and she's like showing how rich they are on television. Why would he allow her to go on this show? And I I'm like, I always say that about these types of housewives like Jen Shop, please. We knew that was faulty, like from the yeah. second she. But why that is how I feel Erica didn't know, because mm-hmm. she like you were saying before, Taylor, that like she is it like that? Like, I feel like, why would she flaunt that lifestyle if she knew? She's not dumb. What if she, but then of course it's like, what if she started to see the writing on the wall while she's already like seasons deep? And and then I think like, it makes sense to me that she's trying, she wouldn't run away from the show because she, as the like constant show woman that she is, would try to mm-hmm. just like use it as a tool in her favor. And that, I, I have that theory Either way, whether she's innocent in every way or guilty in any way, I think that Erica Jane is the type of person that would be like, you're not taking the show for me. This is my stage to right. tell my story. And so that doesn't sway edit. me either yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So we will end on a more, on a lighter, more positive note. Uh, we're going to play a little game with you guys <laughs> that we love to play with lots of our guests. It's called, Who Would You Choose? And for each question, you're going to pick which Bravo Liberty, Real Housewife, it can be whoever you want. You would pick oh. for the given category. Um, okay. okay, so we're starting off with who would you take motherhood advice from? Dolores Catania. Yes. Wow, that's a good one. A I love her answer. kids. I love her. She seems level-headed. Her daughter's becoming a vet. 
and her son's yes. becoming a doctor. Like you can't do better than that. <laughs> Wait, is Frankie becoming a doctor? I thought he just passed his CPA. Oh no, he's like he's he's doing business. Oh, he's doing business. Okay, I remember Regardless. him taking a really hard oh, yeah. test. The series, <laughs> he's an the angel. Series seven, I believe. Okay, so you both agree on that, Dolores? Yeah. Okay, who? This is a fun one. Whose closet would you read? Erica. <laughs> I'm sorry to the victims. That's all. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's got to be. Or, you know, I mean, it might be a tie with my good old Dorit. Like, yeah, I would Dorit. like to see Dorit's closet. But I think I would, like, want to wear more of Erica's stuff. Like, Dorit's, I just want to see as more of a museum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was dying yeah. last week on Beverly Hills, the last day in Tahoe, when they were trying to guess, like, which designer. They were like, it's Fendi Friday. And then she comes out in a Louis Vuitton outfit. And they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Um, okay. Who would you want to plan your next vacation? And to clarify, Ooh. it's not who do you want to go on a trip with? It's like who's choosing the hotel, yeah, the right. restaurants, all of that. The excursions. <laughs> hmm. Maybe like a, maybe honestly, Ramona Singer, because she is so difficult and she will not you know, put us in some kind of shitty like trailer or something like that. She would get a fabulous house for us to stay in. She ordered air conditioning to herself one time. Like I want someone like that to plan my trip. You know, we played this, (laughs) we played this game with Luann and I believe Ramona was her choice as well. So Mm -hmm. wow. Then there you go. I was almost going to say Luann, but then she did. She's a little more adventurous than me. I think so. What Mm. the, when we play this with, the housewives they choose from their own cast. So you oh. guys are choosing from everyone, but <laughs> from the people we have interviewed, these are the top, these are the answers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to hear the next one. Taylor, do you have a different answer for the vacation? My question? instinct was, and it's, I don't even think it's a good, I was thinking Kyle Richards, but then I was like, why did I even think, am I thinking of a good one that she's planned? She seems just like a good event planner when she has parties at her house. But I agree that Ramona would do a better. <laughs> and honestly, I think it would be very fun to see whatever the La Dame had planned mm-hmm. for oh. a, an excursion. Yes. Um, I think that she would plan something that would have moments of like luxury, but then also moments of like her misunderstanding something and it being stupid. And that would be hilarious to me. So yeah, I I feel like you're also thinking of Kyle because Kyle and her family go on extravagant vacations, but I don't yes. think she plans them. You're right. You're right. Oh. That's why That's why I was like, this is a bad answer. Why is it sitting in my head? But yeah, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure they go on boats around Italy like every summer. Like that's their summer trip. Yeah. <laughs> Works for me. And I want Kyle and Maurizio's <laughs> event summer trip plan yeah. to do my summer. That's who I pick. <laughs> um, all right. So who would you guys want to cook you dinner? Tree. It's got to be tree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably That's the correct also answer. <laughs> a number I would one. also have oysters with Ramona any day of the week. They're also wow. my favorite food. Wow. But oh, that's really? not cooking. <laughs> yeah, it's my least <laughs> favorite thing about me. <laughs> but yeah, I had some like meat sauce from Teresa Judice. Like I could go to heaven yes. happy, you know, like, ooh. Okay. Who would you take relationship advice from? Ooh, Wait, I sorry, I just pictured Teresa always being like, Gabriella, making your favorite lamb chops. <laughs> the best. I like I couldn't her. like I had to like word vomit that. Sorry, I just couldn't. All right, anyway. <laughs> um, do you know who I think is gives like level headed advice, even though she's had sort of a crazy relationship dur- journey is Robin Dixon. 
Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like I, I think like I would that. get good I would take relationship advice from her because I think like her and Juan's relationship and how they came back together is like like sweet and they've had like a lot of obstacles and I like st- I think and she gives like sound advice I think. So I, I that's my first instinct. I I Alyssa, think, who do you think? Uh Candy, Candy Burris. She oh, has been yeah. I mean just talking to her about a prenup would be so helpful for me. She's been through so much shit with her with Todd and <laughs> mm-hmm. her yeah. mom and I just don't even know how to navigate that. Yeah, Candy's a good one. Mama Joyce, like, scares me. And, like, I've never been in the same room as her, but, like, she freaks me out. I'm, like, (laughs) I'm stressed. (laughs) All right, who would you let decorate your house? Oh, it's funny you think of the worst answers first. I know. Like, You're like, not Giselle. Yeah, I was like, I immediately pictured Giselle's apartment. Um I would Ooh, say the I morally like? corrupt Faye Resnick, because then every time someone comes over, I would say, thank you. The morally corrupt Faye Resnick picked it out. Absolutely. <laughs> and she, you know, she has she has skills. Yeah. She's good at that. <laughs> the morally corrupt Faye Resnick. I mean, that's that's just how she's known these days. Yeah. <laughs> that's the best answer, right? Am I missing somebody who has like spectacular interior design taste? I feel like so many people are so gaudy. In these cities. You know who has a good house is Garcelle. She has a nice house. Okay. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Garcelle. I like Jennifer Aiden's re- like remodel. Oh, no. I like oh, her newer no. house. No, honey. Still no for <laughs> me. I do. No. It's so much oh. better than the like palace she was living in but before. But it's not like, good. That. But it's not. It's better, but it's not good. I just sounded like Erica, but it's not I good. I like that Garcelle's house is like, it feels like a real house where like kind of a normal person would live. But obviously mm. she has like you know, nice things. And like, you know, it's not like a cheap house or anything, but like, it doesn't feel like you're walking into some like fantasy land of like, who is this? Why does she live here? Right. Fancy land. (laughs) I mean, I I do like Ramona's Hamptons house. Mm -hmm. I have to say it. Sure. Tom and Ariana just finished their house and it looks beautiful on the inside. So pretty. Yeah, it is beautiful. And the pictures are stunning. It's not my taste, but I love it. Like it it is very perfect, but it's like it's not what I would choose. I was just glad when I saw that they got a people exclusive for their interior design because I just know Brittany and Jax have to be like so angry. (laughs) (laughs) They also got so much shit when they were designing or when they were decorating their house. And it's like, calm down. We're trying to buy the right things one time. And now I feel like it's a nice full circle moment for them to be like, see, it's beautiful. Yeah. And when we talked to Tom Sandoval, he was like, people don't understand, like everything we're getting is custom. And I was like, no, we really don't understand. Sorry, we're not furnishing our house (laughs) at rooms to go. Like it takes time. I was like, I don't, I live in a studio. (laughs) I don't understand. Thank you guys so much for coming on. This has been so fun. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you for having us. Now I'm going to go just think about sinkholes for the rest of the day. Thank you. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Tell everyone where they can listen to table flipping and where they can find you guys on social media. Everybody can listen wherever podcasts are available. Um, I would say Spotify is the least faulty place to listen (laughs) to table flipping. Uh, So you can just search table flipping with Alyssa and Taylor on there. And then our Instagram handle is table flipping podcast. And we release our episodes every Friday at 1 p.m. 
uh, West Coast time. Is that right, Taylor? No, noon, noon. West Coast noon. time, 3 p.m. <laughs> East Coast time. I was like, one isn't either of the options. <laughs> okay, great. 12, 12 o'clock. Hard. Anyway, <laughs> listen to it at one because it will have been up for an hour. <laughs> right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks oh so much for joining gosh. us, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Thank it's you. always so fun. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers, including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. That was so much fun chatting about Housewife and the Hustler with Taylor and Alyssa. And now it is time for the Grab the Skinny Pop moment of the day. Endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn. And luckily, every kernel of Skinny Pop is so light, crunchy, and delicious that we eat it by the handful and even the bagful. Um, I'm just going to go right off the bat. My Grab the Skinny Pop moment, we must talk about it, is this Real Housewives of Orange County casting news that we got the other day. Barry, I know you are very excited as a Heather Debro devoted stan. We yeah. have <laughs> officially for season 16, Heather Debro is back. We are uh, bidding farewell to Kelly Dodd, Bronwyn, and Elizabeth Vargas. And as of right now, we will have Shannon, Gina, and Emily staying, likely with one or two other new people, and potentially Tamra in a friend of role. Barry, what was your reaction to this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, I'm like, okay. The <laughs> fact that we, anyone thought that those two wouldn't go is be, or three, I should say, wouldn't go is like, come on, you have to be kidding. Like, I, I, I feel like it was very obvious. Yeah. The fact that when they announced Heather and the internet at that point just flooded with promo pictures and videos and news of her it was just, it was like a waiting game for us. We were like, thank you. Bravo. Thank you. I love that Heather did a photo shoot for this announcement with like a bowl of oranges. <laughs> she looks incredible. She looks so good. I can't like, wait to see her new <laughs> house. I know everybody's excited to see the house. The porta cochere is back on real Housewives of orange <laughs> County. I 
I feel like this is one of those things where it was heavily rumored for a couple weeks, but in a way where no one really knew if it was legit. Like, it seemed like one of those rumors that obviously could have been true and luckily ended up being true. But it was like, I don't want to give myself false hope because it always felt too good to be true that Heather Dubrow would come back to Orange County. So I was super excited, but I was skeptical literally until I read the article and it was like a spokesman for Bravo confirmed the news. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Finally. I'm, I'm, I'm very excited for this. I think the thing for me and why I of course was grabbing the skinny pop is that, you know, season 15 was tough for Orange County and, you know, there was a lot of like, back and forth, discussion, theories, rumors about like what they could possibly do to try and turn this franchise around and who they would fire and who they would keep and whether it would be enough. And I feel like this is the one thing that could actually make me feel like, okay, they're doing what they need to do. And I feel like we might be in a good spot and I'm super excited. Yes, we're pleased. But okay, so my Grab the Seating Pop moment was that Sutton had to rent out the Bentley dealership just so her and Garcelle don't have to wear masks as if the Bentley dealership is ever really crowded with that many people at a time buying cars. That's true. I wonder, mm, I, I want to know if that was like a real thing or whether it was just like something she said to be like bougie Sutton. Yeah. (laughs) Because yeah, it's like when you go, you know, Honestly, going to any car dealership, I feel like usually they're not that crowded on the inside, but especially when it's like a luxury car dealership, you don't just have like, you know, like Tammy soccer mom, like in there checking out the latest Bentleys. Right. And then also at the end, when the ladies were waiting for Erica to arrive and Garcelle was kind of saying it without saying it, that she just thinks that Erica should have waited or she was questioning why Erica just didn't wait basically for Tom to, shall we say, pass away and so on. <laughs> but I think that all Dorit was like I know what you're saying I know what you're saying but okay I felt like I was on the same wavelength with the other women because that comment it went over my head for a second and then because I was like oh like wait to file the papers like I like they should have I don't know and then I was I thought she was like making a reference to this like financial scandal And I was like, oh, she should wait until, like, the legal battle's over. Like, it looks sketchy. And then I was like, oh, she means when she dies. Okay. Right. And at that point, they didn't know, like, what was actually going on. Like, we did, obviously, because it's in real time. It's going to be very interesting to see um, how this progresses. Of course, we get another one of your favorite uh, episode endings. (laughs) Where Erica... Erica is literally in 30 seconds of this episode, and... Not once does she like interact with the other women. She so, makes it like a Broadway um, show. She comes in and then ma- looks at the camera and also slams the door and then cut. I bet they did a few takes of that. We'll see. <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously very excited to see where this goes next week. Um, but those are today's Grab the Skinny Pop moments. And you can grab Skinny Pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to the Shop Now page on skinnypop.com. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to go check out the Table Flipping Podcast with Taylor and Alyssa. And you can listen wherever you listen to Mention It All and rate, review, follow while you're at it. Uh, We will be back on Monday with another episode. So just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby.
Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches.